Let's go. This is your radio. Your station. This is your man, Flo Rida. Hey, what's happening? You see the home applies, man. Hey, yo, it's poppin', man. It's your boy, Bow Easy, man. Check it out. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Systems are offline. Chapter systems are offline. Number one for today's hits. And all-time favorites. Hey, what's happening? You already know, man. You rocking with the best right now. This is the home applies, man. You already know I got to do it with the home team, man. He's the best of the best of the best. I'm addicted to this. He's a wonderful voice. We listening to Off the Bits with Ben. Good people, what's going down? Listen, on today's show, I have acclaimed actress Navanya Rose is here with us in the fireside chat. Also, we have the resume doctor. For those of you who are sitting at home right now during the pandemic and you are looking for somebody to help you get some medicine for your sick resume so you can get a job right now, this is a place you want to be tonight. And also, I have Linnell. She's stopping by to giving you the do's and don'ts to you getting employment it's all on off the fence with finch and guess what guys it starts right now i turn it on and i leave it on broadcasting around the world on the world wide web this is off the fence with finch all i can say is wow i'm addicted to this all right guys my first guest up here tonight she is a stranger She's everybody's favorite auntie, cousin, uh, occasional side chick. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you guys have seen it in Green League. If loving you is wrong, Tyler Perry's The Oval, The Box Office Smash, Black Lightning, and Merry Wishmas with David and Tamala Mann. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Off the Fence with Fitch, Navanya Rook. He's here. Ah, what's good? Hollywood, how are you? <laughs> What's going on with you tonight? All is well. I'm just excited uh, to be here. Hey, we are excited that you stopped by, and uh, hopefully we can help you get your ass off the fence tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come through. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people are always on the fence, whether it be about relationships uh job honey especially right now they're always on the fence about an opinion about something somebody's family business it doesn't matter and our job here is to help people get their ass off the fence so hopefully. okay all right <laughs> let's make it so come on all right so so you are uh, an actress for those who don't know and guys if you're just joining us make sure you are subscribing to the youtube channel make sure you're subscribing to all the podcast platforms and make sure you are hitting the notification bell, so you know when we go live each and every week. All right, so tonight I have the pleasure of sitting down with uh, someone I consider a friend. You know, I've known her for a number of years. How did we meet? Chloe you how Taylor we met? Brown. Yeah, Chloe Taylor Brown, remember? She introduced us at a conference of some sort? Yes, I think it was the PEP conference. I oh, think that's right. that was you the introduced first time. me. Did you introduce yeah, me? I think so. Oh, I was I was the MC for that event, but I I think that's where it was. I'm not sure. Okay. Don't yeah. hold me to that, but that's my that, best guess. That could be where we met. And that was, man, that was over 10 years ago, right? See, you know, now you're starting to tell all our business, sir. <laughs> 
<laughs> Am I aging us right now? <laughs> yes, tell your own business. Don't tell mine. <laughs> well, listen, you could have been in your early 20s, you know. Well, I was 15. I don't know what you're talking about. You was 15. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to R. Kelly me tonight. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> You are not finna R. Kelly. You did not get me up on some charges. No, man. You will not be doing it. All right. So, so, so you are in the entertainment business, and a lot of people always want to know. They always want to hear from people who they see on television or on the big screen. And you've had a pleasure of, for a number of years to work with some very endearing and talented people. And uh, I remember first seeing you on BET. Somebody, somebody, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love that (laughs) character. I hate they didn't bring that show back um, because I thought it was a great show. Yeah, I think if they had given it the opportunity to find its rhythm, you know, it was the very first season. It was a lot of breakout talent, first time um, director. I think for at least a major network. So it it would have been good to have the grace to get those kinks out, but it was still a iconic take on some things I've seen. Um, what's that? Atlanta, I yes. think, is yeah. similar to it, you know. Uh-huh. And that one has really picked up its momentum, and it was it became very popular. So I think he was on to something. It may have just been before its time. Yeah, and that's true. I mean, uh, the Atlanta show is doing very well. I think you're going into their fourth or fifth season. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah. they've been, I love that show. I watch it religiously. It is. <laughs> I don't watch it like that, but I've seen several episodes and I really enjoy it. I think it's quite unique. It has some iconic, just uh, a lot of the camera work and, you know, the way that they tell the story. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, now tonight we're helping people uh, with resumes. We're helping them with proper way to do's and don'ts do when they go on a job interview. I mean, because these are these some crazy times that we have in here. But as an mm-hmm. actress, how did the pandemic uh, affect you, if at all? Because, I mean, some of y'all got that long money, that train smoke money. Right. So. Right. You might be good, but how, how did uh, how did the pandemic affect you? You know, first of all, by faith, yes, I am good. Money cometh easily, frequently, and abundantly, immediately. Okay, <laughs> and the works part of faith, um, I really had to do some redefining and realigning. I mean, auditions completely halted. for a long while. I was fortunate enough that I had filmed several projects before the pandemic hit. So those projects aired and then I had residuals that were attached to those. So, you know, that residual income is something that actors love and that I think we have to be intentional about wanting to attract and preparing our gift so that it can make room for that kind of opportunity. But even beyond that, I had to hone my skills of auditioning via Zoom doing my own self tapes Mm because you're not going to somebody to self tape now. Right. Um, You know, they have a lot of different precautions around sets. I actually have not booked 
yet to be filming during the pandemic, but I have been auditioning during the pandemic. And then just in terms of my own money-making hustle, you know, I had to get my coaching really at the level where I could offer digital experiences and Zoom coaching experiences and sort of navigate this strange season that way. Right. Now, now, I mean, we we talk about accomplishments and the things you've done thus far. I mean, you've worked with Tyler Perry. You've been you've worked with David and Tamela Mann. You've done quite a bit of things. But let's talk about where your journey began. Where did the journey begin for you as it relates to acting? It's so funny that you would say that because I am a member of the um, Win with Black Women Voting Initiative, right? And so mm-hmm. there's a young lady who's on there, and it's probably about close to 140, 150 Black women. Okay. And she's an actress also, and so she's telling about when she first fell in love with acting because one of the guests on one of our calls was Cicely Tyson. Okay. And so I don't know if you remember, and I'm really going to date myself, but this is the truth. Cicely Tyson, one of her breakout roles was, I think it was called The Diary of Jane Pittman, or either it was Miss Jane Pittman. And I was probably about four years old or so. And I put a shirt over my head and I came into the living room and I said, my name is Jane Pittman. And my mother, just like you, she just burst out laughing. And I had that whole first opening monologue completely memorized. So like for the rest of that season, anybody that came over, my mama would, Nevaeh, come to Jane Pippen. So that was, <laughs> that was my first character too of sorts. And it was really one of the first times that I remember falling in love with the art of storytelling. Now, kind of full circle, I saw For Colored Girls when I was at UNC Chapel Hill. Uh And that was, I was sitting there watching the performance and a part of the cast was Lisa Nicole Carson and Donna Bisco. And I'm sure some others, but those are the two that stood out for me. And I said then that I want to act. That is going to be my profession because before that moment, it had just been a passion and just something that I was really good at. But seeing that production really put a charge for me that acting is going to be the way I want to earn a living and make my mark in the world. Okay. All right. And and where do you hail from? You know, in all the years I've known you, I don't think I ever known where you came from. Where are you from? Right. Where I'm from? I'm from these streets. No, <laughs> I am from Asheville, North Carolina. So I was actually born in Delaware, but the majority of my formative years were in Asheville. What you mean, born in Delaware? Like they got black folk. You were talking about like pre-slavery. <laughs> <laughs> 
Delaware. <laughs> yes, Wilmington, Delaware. In fact, yes, they're oh black folks there. Get out of here. What is that, like a handful of y'all, like five of y'all? Y'all just y'all just trying to go to New York, in it in Delaware by mistake. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> you know what? Oddly enough, my mom was there with living with her older sister um, because my father was finishing his college degree. I was one of those unplanned occurrences, as it were. Um, but wait, she was wait, there wait. with her older sister. You a secret baby? Well, it wasn't a secret, but I just wasn't playing. <laughs> you know, but yeah. So. You saying you was unplanned as it relates to your mother and father, not that your father had a whole other family and you was unplanned. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> sir. And no, this is not that drama. My <laughs> Listen. But yeah. Listen, I'm a secret baby, so I thought we was kin. <laughs> oh, my. No. Uh-uh. The secret is not. not the type of secret that was my mother and father was having a kid. No, it was a it was a, it was was a, a secret secret. Like, he ain't supposed to be here. Nobody should know about him. That kind of secret. Oh, my. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think I just told the world I was a secret baby. <laughs> I think so, too. I don't know how that's gonna go over come Thanksgiving, sir. But okay. You know, I'm telling you the crazy part about that is everybody knew I was a secret but me. <laughs> you know, you show up at your father's job and he act like he don't know you. You a secret. <laughs> Nobody knows. He got a whole other family across town. Nobody knows about. Yeah. Oh wow. That's me. Wow. That's my story. That's I'm a movie. Crazy. Yeah, I should do a movie about Secret Baby. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of y'all out there. <laughs> Not y'all. <laughs> it's a lot of us out there, Secret Baby. <laughs> right. Listen. Some of y'all watching right now, Secret. You don't even know. You wonder why you can't spend Thanksgiving and holidays with your father or your mother. That's why you're Secret. Nobody supposed to know you. <laughs> Nobody supposed to know. Woo, woo. Woo. All right, so so let's talk about your very first audition translated to book gig. What was that? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> okay. I mean, listen, you did so, it, so you have to know when it was. Yeah, but I let's don't know. The, let's talk about the very first, the big one. Not not the very first one, like right. the big one that you Yeah, because see, that's that's the part right there, because remember, but there are a few auditions that like shift or that you really remember. So my first professional audition in Atlanta, when I moved to Atlanta, was for In the Heat of the Night. And the casting director then was Shay Griffin. And you used black and white headshots. So mm -hmm. I get to the audition and she says, come outside in the hallway. And I go outside and she's like, mm -mm, you too dark for this role. This is supposed to be a mulatto character. And I said, well, can I just read? She said, no, mm -mm. You <laughs> she said, you're not going to work and there's no need for you to read. I was like, wow, that's what they're doing in Atlanta, huh? So yeah. that was that was interesting, but I was so grateful when we got uh, colored 
headshots. So I don't have to experience that again. <laughs> Did you but say colored headshots? Yeah, headshots in full color is a you better know, you, way. You sounded yeah. like a slave. <laughs> color. You know, we're co we were colored. Yes. We got color headshots. You know? Colored people, colored girls. Yes. No, when the headshots were in color so that you could see skin tone. So, but, so, so they didn't book you. No, I didn't even get to audition. Wow. So colorism was right. happening 45 years ago, huh? But I mean, I don't look mixed, which was the, you know, this girl, this character was supposed to be mulatto. And I don't look that. And actually, my. Delaware. No, I didn't. I didn't even try to throw it in my French Creole accent and say, you know, I'm really exotic. <laughs> uh -oh. I didn't do none of that. Um, but the girl that booked the role was a good friend of mine, actually, Ariane Baptiste. I'm surprised I remember that. But yeah, she booked it and she looked the part. But the role that I felt a real shift was I booked my first national commercial which was for Verizon and okay. it was directed by Malcolm Lee and it was such a beautiful story and I was the heroine and so we're listening to the Fugees and everything is going crazy for this fashion show that I'm planning and I'm the fashion designer and then I put my Verizon phone on and turn the speakers on and everybody vibes out because everything is good we taking it easy right uh -huh. and the commercial actually ended up playing right after the super bowl and it was what you call a network buyout so it was playing on all stations everywhere and that was a really good year and the whole experience of filming it just felt like i could do this every day and love it you know Oh man. So so what would you say has been the biggest joy you've gotten out of doing what you do? Like I, I would suppose you get up every day doing something you love, unlike a host of people across this country who may get up just to make ends meet, but they hate what they do. Right. Um you've right. been doing this for quite a bit of years, so I I have to assume you enjoy it. So what is up what is the greatest joy you get from doing what you do every day? I think the greatest joy is feeling that I am truly pouring out of myself the divine talent and gift that was placed in me. You know, there's a whole debate about creativity and natural talent. Is it the vessel or is it sort of this spirit that works through the vessel? And I think it's the combination of both. I think that the vessel has to be fully yielded and there's a lot of discipline. There's a lot of resilience that's necessary. But even beyond that, I have continually had some sort of spiritual epiphany from either the roles that I play or the process of this endeavor. You know, some of my greatest challenges have been around pursuing this mm -hmm. career. Some of my greatest um, successes and triumphs have been in some of the projects that I've been blessed to be a part of. So it would be that, just really 
sitting in my divine purpose and birthing what I'm worth on the earth. Okay. This, this art. Well, yeah. I see that you have quite a, well, I don't know if they for, they hear for you, but it's quite a bit of people uh, watching from Delaware. Uh, you so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just seeing it on the screen. It's like uh, people are watching from Delaware. Okay. Virginia. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Chesapeake. Okay. Hey there. Welcome. Wow. I'm going to have to go back. I haven't been back since I was like a bambino. So I don't oh, know nothing about Delaware. I was just born there. I ain't, I ain't hell from there. <laughs> <laughs> so you was born, you left, and you've never looked back. Look at you. Right. I believe, You know what? I think actually I did visit. I want to say once um, during the tours with Tyler Perry, I think we went either near or through there, if I'm okay. not mistaken. But yeah, that's about the closest I've been in terms of coming back. Now, now having worked with Tyler Perry, you know, you hear a lot of stories with people who in the industry work with a number of people. Um, what was your experience like working with Tyler Perry? Oh, it's amazing. It's incredible. I think that there's been such a tremendous shift from when I first worked with him on the play. Um, I know I've been changed mm -hmm. to my last and more recent, you know, opportunities to work with him, including um, House of Pain, Good Deeds, uh, The Oval, I've been on, what's that one? If Loving You Is Wrong. And baby, when I tell you Tyler Perry is a force to be reckoned with. I mean, the producers, literally, when you come to the studio, everyone who's a first-time talent, the producer comes and, and has you come to his office because he's like, look, you may have been in this industry a long time, but I'm telling you, we move at a pace that is unprecedented. Wow. And that's the truth. I mean, when I got my script, like <laughs> it was all, it was about this thick. I said, wow. what is this? Is this, what is this? <laughs> right. And they shoot like 70 pages in a day. It's some bananas. Do you hear me? <laughs> and so it's like, you got three cameras. They say action. You run that thing once, maybe twice, but probably once. And they're like, cut. All right, check the gate. Rock, move it. And it's like, <laughs> what just happened? You know what I mean? But I think that it demonstrates what can be done when you really set an in intention, when you have a really talented crew that are dedicated and the more he has grown, the more he's built a very well-oiled machine. And so you can run that thing from zero to 100 in what? A Ferrari goes in how many seconds? I don't know. <laughs> it's just different from driving a Honda, buddy. You can't yeah. be warming up. You got to hit it and get it. So you so, got to be in shape, right? Very much. In shape, prepared, and just ready. But Tyler is such a gracious person. And he every time I've been on set, he's always come and greeted me with a hug, called me by name, 
you know, really spoke a blessing. It's good to see you here. And I'm like, you know, it's good to be seen. But we always, (laughs) we want to be seen and heard. Yes. So, and, and I've not seen him otherwise anytime I've worked with him. That's good. So every guest that lands in the fireside chat on this on this sofa, how to fill in some blanks at the end of oh, this? Lord. <laughs> okay. You will be no different. You will have to fill in some blanks here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So this is how we're gonna do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a statement. You finish it. Okay. Okay, got you. Okay. 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 (laughs) All right. So, life is beautiful. Ah, ah, okay. Love is necessary. Is it? (laughs) Oh, there's so many things I can say there. Okay, the world needs help. <laughs> Good God Almighty! Like, oh yeah, like emergency stimulus help. What kind of help <laughs> do they need? We, we need some divine intervention help. Um, yeah, the world needs more love. Is so contrived, but right. I think that's what it is, man. And in that, God is love. So the world needs God. Yeah, that's world my... needs God because God is love and the world needs a lot of love. They need some emergency assistance. They need a stimulus yeah. package. They need all of that, yeah. right? Right. They need an attitude adjustment, a chiropractor, some, uh, some alignment, some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Final fill in the blank for you oh, God. is my greatest accomplishment is my children you got kids <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that is funny is. i didn't know you had kids when did you i have do kids? i got kidding. grown i got grown kids my oldest just turned 21 and i have a 19 year old and a 17 year old and Raising children that you like is a great accomplishment. I think that many parents are forced into the predicament of you. I got to love you because you're mine. But I have children that I really like. They are smart, articulate, compassionate, um, considerate, mannerable. I like them little Hebrews a lot. I really do. <laughs> All right. So if, if people want to follow you, they want to check you out, uh, give them your social media so they, they can tap in. With do you. all that. Okay. So everything is I am Nivanya. And I think that's showing up on my name. At least I tried to. Um, so it's I am N-E-V-A-I-N-A. And you can find me that way on Instagram and Twitter and on Facebook. Just Use my first name, Nivanya, and you can find me that way. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming off the fence, and hopefully we helped you get off the fence tonight. <laughs> I'm try- I-, I think it's going to hit me after I get off. Like- 
Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, up next in the peak through, we have the resume doctor is here to help you get your LA resume in order. We're going to get a lot of y'all off the fence tonight. So y'all keep watching. Thank you, Navalia, for coming on. We Thank so you. appreciate you. And guys, when we come back, we got the peak through. We'll be right back. This is Off the Fence. I'm Fence. Whether your day starts at home or 3,000 miles away, there is one constant. Great days start by looking your best. From the moment you cinch your tie, adjust your scarf, put on your shoes, or straighten your name tag, every detail of your uniform was designed with you in mind. The new uniform collection by Land's End, created for you and by you. Pride in profession and passion for what we do every single day is the driving force behind the best trained, most skilled team members in the business. Together, we are American Airlines, and we make this look good.